Welcome to Women Finding Clarity, the podcast that ignites your inner power and guides you on a journey to uncover the boundless potential of the universe in life and in business. I'm Pascal Cook Fernandes, your host and life transformation coach. Join me each week as we align our energies, elevate our businesses, and thrive in every aspect of life. In each episode, we dive deep into topics like the secrets of raising your vibration, crafting irresistible offers, and amplifying your impact. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting out, this podcast is your compass to navigate the realms of limitless success. If you are ready to align your energy, elevate your business, and truly thrive, subscribe to Women Finding Clarity now and get ready to embark on a life-changing journey. Until next time, stay empowered and keep seeking clarity. And remember, the universe is abundant and success is your birthright. Let's align, elevate, and thrive together, one conversation at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to Women Finding Clarity. I'm your host, Pascal Cook-Fernandes. You know, when life throws you a curveball, it's really easy to feel like you don't have any power at all. The truth of the matter is that yes, we are just a tiny speck flying through space on a giant rock, and we do still maintain personal power over our own lives. Personal power is the ability to make decisions and live from your center, regardless of what's happening around you. Personal power is matter of fact. You don't necessarily know it in your mind, but you feel it from within. It's how you show up. What I also know to be true is that it's so easy to give our power away or to get caught up in all the emotions of all the curveballs you're being pitched from life, that it's hard to even remember you have personal power sometimes. Hear me when I say that you, beautiful soul, are a sovereign being. You have personal power, even if you aren't aware of it yet. You can do the work to learn to stand in your personal power. I recently sat down with my friend Denise for an empowering conversation that I know you're going to love, one that's going to have you self-reflecting on your own gifts, talents, and oh yes, personal power. Denise Drinkwalter is a sought-after international empowerment life coach who fully believes in the power of awareness, self-care, knowledge, and time. Denise has a gift and is able to combine her 31 years of award-winning teaching and firsthand experiences as a mom of three incredible, well-established, happy and prosperous children to support the successful coaching roles she enlists. Denise takes pride in being a lifelong learner and educator, as well as widely known to captivate audiences with her knowledge, practicality, and expertise in understanding and making sense of challenges and obstacles that plague every woman's life path. She is an experienced empowerment life coach and has worked with hundreds of clients, taking them from being hollow, overwhelmed, and lost to finding purpose and zest for life. Without further ado, welcome to Women Finding Clarity, Denise Drinkwalter. Denise, welcome to Women Finding Clarity. 
Thank you so much for the opportunity to have a conversation with you. I absolutely love our time together. Love it. Can't wait. I feel exactly the same way. You know, I was just a guest on your YouTube channel and tell everybody what's the name of your YouTube channel again? It's a big one. It's called Redefining the Significance of You Time for You, by You, Because of You. And people are like, I can't find it. All they have to do is look for me, Denise Drink Walter with an L in the last name there. So yeah. <laughs> It was just such a great conversation. And since then, I've kind of clicked on some of your other conversations and listened. And there's just so many incredible women there. You know what? It is so true that there are incredible women around the globe. And I love that people like yourself in the work that you do around women finding clarity and building your podcast is showcasing all of the gifts and talents that are hidden, that are no longer wanting to be hidden because they don't belong just with the people within themselves. It's time to expand. And I love what's happening as a result of, I think, possibly post-pandemic, and we've been shifted to learn about not only ourselves, but connect in different ways. Um, I think everything is unfolding the way it is meant to be. And so your your platform, your work that you do with women is so, so powerful and important, important for women in this world. So thank you for doing all the work that you do to support women to grow and show what is possible. I love what you do and how the energy you bring behind your work is so unique. Hmm. I receive that. And I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And I want to reflect that right back to you because what you and I do are so similar. They are. Yeah. 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 And so for you, you know, one of the questions that I always ask people is why do you feel like you're a good fit to even be a guest here on the podcast? <laughs> I don't say it like that to even be a guest. Like I'm so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> why you should know, I honor you with my presence? I don't mean it like that, but <laughs> why do you feel like a good fit? And I'm going to read what you wrote because I just feel like we're in such alignment this way. And this is what you wrote. The journey that I support women to embark upon is that of seeing all that is happening for them and that their life experiences need to occur in a way they did so that each woman can be where they are today. What I do is help women see that they cannot, the gifts and talents and power that they intuit, that they have intuitively for those years. I, I think I just messed something up. I was like, oh, I'll read it verbatim. Oh, and I messed it up. It's okay. Okay. But the short, the long and short of it is that women are too busy to witness their gifts, right. right? Exactly. And so we have to take the time. For me, I call it your PhD in life. And for you, you're saying that these women should take the time to look back and honor their experiences and bring their gifts to light because they're so valuable. 
And Absolutely. so as I'm reading it, like I have chills all in my, the whole left side of my body reading that. And I need to meditate on that. I'm going on a little squirrel for a minute. Yeah, it's but okay. Sometimes things are like a whole body chill. And I think that is when, you know, something is, um, I'll say heaven sent in other mm -hmm. words. Right. But just now, like this was the whole left so side of my body. And I think I really need to meditate and confirm what that means. Because for me, I feel like that means I'm in resonance when it's on my left side. And I so I feel so in resonance with your message and what you do. It's what I just got a full body chill from what you just said, simply because what I think happened is that um, it took you, I think what happened when you were reading it, the way I'm perceiving and the way that it's being channeled through me right now is that what happened in your reading is that there was deeper meaning for you available in that. It was meeting you actually in a new, I'm going to say portal and a new opportunity, a new experience. So I'm not surprised you said, I could go and meditate and see what the messages are that make it more why did it shift me and shake me a little bit up? Um, that's what I'm seeing and feeling from what happened there. And, you know, it's, it's very um, interesting because I do find that that is a very, um, I'm not going to say common response, but it's not uncommon where people go, ah, but they downplay who they are. Even though they know their life experiences have brought them to where they are and some Women, as they should be, are very proud of surviving, but we get to go, and I say get, very, very purposefully, because the word have to is, for me, a negative energy that pushes, and right. it feels like another, I have to do this. It's not, it's I get to do this, which opens up our heart in very different ways. So when we get to look at the experiences that have brought us to where we are today. And some might be, I've survived that. And yes, you celebrate that. But I also feel that that is a negative energy as well. Because survival is like I fought through. Yeah. There are way bigger nuggets within inside that, that we need to go, we get to go back to, to experience how important that piece of survival is. So it's not just about survival because that just shows you triumphed over something. You took nuggets of information in. You used your inner strength to create your success. So instead of the struggle, let's look at it. Yes, I'm all about the half, the glass half full. I'm way more than half full. Let's go all the way, right? And so what we get to do is look at the experiences we've had and those that have been tough, they talk a lot. People talk a lot about duality. We are human. We are in physical form, but we have always got a connection to a higher being, a higher self, a source, divine God, whoever it is that you truly believe is within your energy. So with all of that being said, 
we have an opportunity to be guided. So when I, you say, I'm going to go and meditate on that, I love it because what you're doing is saying, this is something that's beyond me and I know I can connect to it to help guide me to develop myself even further. And you know, that's what I love about life and that's what I support women to understand is that life is about learning and opportunity. And it's there for all of us. So when we have the opportunity, doors open, somebody's knocking, something's knocking, jump, jump, don't, don't let fear hold you back, go for it. Because there's so much deep inside of you that's making you draw towards whatever that is happening. Go for it, let it happen. See where you go. Explore, have fun with it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So many nuggets in what you just said, so much gold. And, you know, I love the idea because our words hold so much power. You know, one of the things that I like to emphasize to my clients, my listeners, anyone yeah. who will listen at all, is that not only does your brain believe what it hears you say, it believes your thoughts to be true. Mm -hmm. Right. And so our words and our thoughts, they have so much power. And so I really appreciate how you purposefully change this. We need to, to, we get to, because need to, should have to, I agree. All those are very pushing. We're pushing the boulder up the hill, but when we get to, when we're blessed to be able to, when we allow, right? That yeah. all carries a different energy. And that now I've got chills down the right side of my body. And so it's just also interesting to me. <laughs> but, you know, the takeaway from that is our words do carry so much weight. And so if we are calling ourselves a survivor, yes that holds power and it allows you to be powerful. But the question is, how can you shift from survivor to saying, I'm not saying I'm a survivor, but changing it to shifting it to, I carry inner strength. Mm -hmm. That's a completely yeah. different feeling. And for me, it gives this feeling of opening up. Totally. I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, something that's resonating with me as you're speaking is that um, the opposite of survivor is victim, mm. right? And so when we when we use those words of surviving, which again, many women go through incredibly challenging times that are actually at times in insurmountable in terms of the grief and the pain and the like I can't even hold space for it all because it's so debilitating and yes the initial piece is I survived that how and instead of saying however instead of saying but because again that's a that's a disruptor I don't want to do that I'm going to say and you can become empowered and powered up by your inner strength that you're talking about. 
what wisdom do you now have that you didn't have before that experience event life journey wherever you are and that's the work that I do is I show women what they are so close to they can't see the other side that I can see very readily in terms of what events experiences your life review whatever is coming up what is in that that shows who you really are and then the other piece that's really exciting is to take that one piece and then they start to see oh my gosh well when I was do over here when I was this age oh this is attaching to that. Oh my goodness. That is really part of who I am because I just thought it was that circumstance, but the circumstance provided the Petri dish for me to be able to grow a deeper understanding of who I really am. And yes, I survived, but I survived because I have the power within me to be able to make amazing decisions amazing traction, amazing commitment back to myself because I deserve better. Right. Yes. And anytime someone is in survival mode and they come out on the other side, that is one of the first things to remember is I deserve better. Right. When you're in survival mode, you absolutely deserve better than your circumstance in that moment. And when you come out on the other side, what can I learn from that moment? What can I learn from that time? You know, there are so many women who have been through things that are just inconceivable to my brain. And the power in that is coming out on the other side, being a survivor And opening up and allowing those opportunities for growth to show up and then helping other women or other people through their experiences as well. And so, you know, frequently as coaches, as therapists, as healers, we do what we do because of our life's PhD, because of our experiences. And so for you, I'm wondering, what is your PhD in life? What brought you to supporting these mothers, you know, and these women who have been through all the things? You know, it's it's a great question. And when I did and continue to do what I call a life review. You've heard me say it a few times. Um, when we get the gray hairs real concept going down. Um, uh, your hair we... is amazing, by the way. <laughs> Wicked cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, when we hit these junctions in our life path, when we hit these phases, there are different things that can happen for us. And again, I say it very systematically, very, um, um, what's the word? I just lost it. Very um, determined in terms of what we choose to do. So you can become, you can become a bit of a fighter. You don't really care what people think or say. And that's, that's absolutely fine. If all of a sudden you feel like the shackles of life are becoming 
are, are becoming free because you're deciding, you know what, I no longer have to be everybody else's golden girl. Like I'm going to start to live for me. And what I look at when I did my life review, <clears throat> I noticed when I was in, I remember the school, I remember the schoolyard, I remember the little girl hiding against the side of the building. So it would have been grade two or three, like seven, eight kind of thing. And I noticed her and I was not a, I was not like, I got to be friends with everybody. I had my close friend, but it hurt my heart to see her not engaged. She didn't look happy. It hurt my heart. I can remember it. I remember her hair color. I don't remember what she was wearing, but I remember her hair color. Don't remember her name. Went over and tried to see if she was okay. What's going on? What can I do to help you? I just want to be beside you because you don't look like things are going well. That was... I eureka moment for me when I recognized that is the depth of who I am. I am a caring person. I care about other people. And so when I see women not living up to their fullest potential and knowing that life is however long it's going to be, and we don't know because we're not in charge of that, it is so important for me to know that women can live life differently, no matter what we're doing. I still get to choose and do life differently. And some days I'm better at it than others because that's just the way it goes. But I'm a person who really, really cares. And I can see when people are hurting, when they can't see it. And I've got just that way about me where I just am attracted to those who are suffering in silence and I don't want them to suffer anymore nobody needs to suffer yeah so that's my when I look at it and of course then I went into education which is not something I ever would have thought and I was 31 years as an educator going up the ranks doing all the thing being a behavior resource teacher for like 13 years loved that talk about high stress kids who just couldn't self-regulate and yet their hearts were so big and they were just crushed all the time and crushing themselves. Like all of this stuff just comes together as what made me continue to decide when upon retirement after 31 years, being a principal at the end, helping families, helping schools, it just is who I am. And I knew that I had to do more. I just, it was that calling, right? It's like, you're not done. <laughs> so that's how done. it's kind of unfolded. Yeah. 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 When you see me looking down, I'm not distracted. I'm jotting okay. down little nuggets and little things that, you know, I want to be sure to circle back to, or, you know, sure. just point to later on, but Again, so much of what you said, you're such a great example of turning your life's PhD into a profitable business because, right. you know, it's, yes, we want to have profitable, profitable businesses, but profitable doesn't always just have to mean financial, does it? 
Because no. a profitable business, yes, we want financial prosperity, but it also means that you're creating abundance in your life and in other people's lives. And so let's just take, for example, you being a behavior resource teacher. Think of the abundance of resources that you brought into those children's lives. Think of the abundance of love that you gave those children who maybe were receiving it from home, but maybe they weren't. And maybe okay. that was part of their behavioral issue, right? And so going all the way back in your life's PhD, seeing that little girl on the playground as a seven or eight-year-old child and going to that child and saying, I see you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You brought, that's your common thread through your life's PhD. Every step of along the way became, I see you. Yeah. You were seeing at seven and eight years old, you were seeing as a behavioral resource teacher, you were seeing as a principal. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember being in elementary school and principal was on the spelling test and I remember them saying P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L because your principal is your pal. And as you were talking, that memory flashed back for me because I can see that in you. I can feel that as a principal, you were their pal. You were there to be a resource, to see them, to shine your light on them. And that's what you're now doing for these women in midlife saying, I see you. Let me shine my light on you. Let me help you shine even brighter. You know, I, I, I'm very appreciative of what you're saying, but as you are speaking, I can absolutely, without a doubt, say that another reason why I do what I do and I've always done what I've always done is because I benefit so much and learn from them in ways I can't just being in my own little world. So the amount of learning that I received from those children that I supported, the high needs children who had emotional behavioral disorders to the extreme, they taught me and gave me so much every single day. I'm gonna cry. Um, it was an honor to be part of their world, just like it was an honor to be a principal in a school. It wasn't about the role. For me, it was about the connection. For me, it was about my learning from so many, so many staff and students and parents. And, you know, it just, it was the best career ever. And I, and same happens with all of the people that I coach and support, whether it be programs, whether it be my one-on-ones, I benefit so much from their sharing and opening up and trusting me in conversations that are so challenging. It's such an honor and a gift to be able to help them grow and, and experience what is truly possible for them. There's nothing better in the world than having that back and forth opportunity for growth. There's nothing better. It's just an honor to be 
living life every day. Like I just am so fortunate, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I love that you can see that and acknowledge it because a lot of people, and this is the work that you do, can't see how fortunate they truly are, right? They can't see how much they not only have, but also how much they have to give to others. And I'm thinking back right now to an episode of Friends because that's my show. Everybody has a show that's like their show that they put on and could watch you know, forever. forever and friends is my show. But I remember one episode in particular where Phoebe, you know, loves to do good deeds. And the conversation is there's no such thing as a selfless act and, um, that every act is selfish. And she's like, no, it's not la la la. And what she finds is that everything that she does in the spirit of doing for others she receives back from that. And that is in fact the truth, right? Of course. That if you are giving from a place of wholeheartedness, a place of just wanting to help someone else, you're absolutely receiving back. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. just not, it's not possible not to. And you know, exactly. that's the reality is that if you're feeling stuck, and this is a tool that everybody should pay attention to. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, the greatest medicine you can give yourself is to perform an act of charity or an act of kindness. Because when you're in service of someone else, that's the greatest drug there is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's there's there's nothing like it um because everything shifts. Right? When you have a connection with another, even our conversation shifts, shifting me, right? It's just it's a to me it's a beautiful a beautiful opportunity for what I believe to be the reason why I'm here and the reason why I think many people are here on earth is to learn, is to learn whatever that means to you. You can do it in whatever way you want, but when you take information in, and for me, I think the key to the learning piece is the power in reflection. We don't slow down enough to reflect. I know you do. I know you practice it. I mean, you've Sometimes. already said my left side, I'm going to go meditate. Like that is learning what's going on. That's a reflective practice that, and that rejuvenates you that opens you up to new growth and expansion. I think that's why we're here. I think that's the purpose is for us to live life fully. But the only way to do that is to continue to learn. Otherwise we stay stuck. We stay where we are and we don't and when you're staying where you are and you're not moving, no matter what, it's challenging. That's the challenge. Not being able to move forward in your thoughts, in your heart, in your body, like all of it. It's the whole you. It's not just parts of you. It's all of you. And do we do it all perfectly? Never. Never. There is no such thing as perfect. Right? So there's so much. And, and it's such a beautiful um, opportunity just have this conversation with you because I'm going to go back and reflect and go, Oh yeah. What do I, why did that come up? Why did that happen when I had that conversation? You know, 
Mm-hmm. And you make a good point to say that it is a practice. The act of slowing down, you know, the truth is we have to slow down if we want to speed up. Right. And so let's just talk about business, for example, because that's where I am. If I don't slow down and do the reflection that you're talking about, if I don't slow down and become intentional and purposeful and look at where I've been and say, oh, this worked and this didn't slowing down in the reflection, then I can't speed up because all I'm doing is spinning my wheels in one place. Yeah, exactly. And I see you doing these gestures because (laughs) you and I are on the same wavelength, right? You know what I'm going to say is I'm about to say it because we're connected this way. And I think one of the things that I love so much and why I continue to have this podcast is because it gives the time and it gives the platform to slow down. It gives a platform for reflection and it is a platform for learning. Not Mm -hmm. only for listeners, not only for guests, but also for myself, because I learn so much when I am in conversation and in energy with another person. Mm -hmm. I enjoy these conversations so much, they fill me up. And so, you know, if I have two listeners or I have 2 billion listeners, it doesn't matter to me because Mm -hmm. this fills me up. Mm -hmm. Well, and when here's the interesting piece from my perspective, adding on to that, when you're filled up, your energy changes. So it goes back out into the wider universe as well. Right. So no matter where you spend your attention, it will grow. So if you're attending to great conversations, that's going to go out into the wider universe. Right. If you are restrictive and, you know, some of the other stuff we've talked about in terms of that holding back negative energy then that's what goes back out into the universe. That's what comes back to you. It's a cycle. It just constantly free flows kind of thing. And so um, I totally agree with you when you have an opportunity. And that's the, I think that's one of the benefits since 2019 that we had to go through those really challenging times in multiple levels, in multiple ways. And we are coming out of it. And What's your perception on all of it? How are you coming to the table now differently? What has changed for you? What hasn't changed for you? Where are you resisting? Like all these kinds of questions we get to reflect upon within our own self help us to discover more of who we are by having this huge worldwide collective experience and what people are coming out with it as and how they're using it or not using it to build themselves up and understand themselves in new ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's a good point. Everyone is not using it. Yeah. And of course you and I would love to reach each of those people and say, start using it, start using it, pay attention. There's something to learn here. But you know, in Reiki, one of the things that we say is when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And so it's platforms like this podcast, like my business, like your business, all the platforms, all the businesses, all the people who are out there who are standing up and being heard and saying, I'm here when you're ready to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you're ready to journey. Yeah. 
for sure. Yeah. yeah. And these women that you work with, mostly mothers, yep. they are standing up and kind of opening their eyes and realizing that life is shifting in a big way, right? Mm-hmm. My role as a mother is changing. And what does that mean for me? Because it doesn't have to be a devastating time. Right. You know, I like to say that men in their masculine energy go through a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. It's the push. It's the go fight, win energy. Women, when they're in their feminine energy is to allow and mm-hmm. to nurture. And so in this time in midlife for women, it's not a midlife crisis. It's an awakening. Mm-hmm. And so as these women are starting to open their eyes and look around and realize that, hey, life is different, they don't have to be in their masculine energy and feel like it's a crisis. They can lean into their feminine and realize that this is a time for awakening. And so maybe I need to listen to what Denise Drinkwalter has to say, because she can show me how to have this awakening, how to take my life and use my gifts moving forward. Yeah, it's, I think what has to happen as part of that process is there's everything that we tend to do is external that forces us to go internal, I believe. Um, so there's something that happens. When I talk to people around the globe, just like you, I find they come and find us because they are at a crossroads. There's something that they're bumping up against and there's, they've got that inner knowing there's something more, but they don't know how to bridge that gap. And so when I work with moms who have adult children who have moved away or are in the process of moving away or have moved away for a long time and their relationship has changed, not for the better, that's that negative pushback that's like, I don't like it and I'll handle it for a while, but there's, ugh, it's not working for me. I don't like it. And so I need help. I want to fix it. And so the beautiful thing is they come because they want, they want, um, I'm not going to say closure because that's not true. They want to change it. They want to change the direction that life is heading and as they start to realize it's not about changing anybody but themselves as part of the journey. It has to be their journey. It can't be, I'm going to tell my kids what they can and can't do. You can do that, but at the end of the day, you only have, and I say this all the time, you only have control over one person and that is you. So you get to make the changes, but it tends to be these realizations or these needs that start cropping up because of an external pressure that's coming in, which thank heavens they're there because otherwise we just carry on. If everything were just okay, we just carry on and think life is great. And yet there's always duality. There's always the struggles and the positives. And so understanding yourself in new ways, how do you get through your struggles in the past? Are you happy with where you landed? Do you feel there's more? And so you find with women in particular, the opportunity for intuition to speak really loudly is available 100% tenfold compared to, I'm going to say compared to gentlemen. I know as I watch my husband, he's he has the intuitive hits, but like you say, I 
brings the masculine energy into that intuitive pit and does the logical steps and has great success as a result where I attach different meaning to things. So kind of interesting to watch. Yeah. It's so interesting to watch. Life is interesting to watch if Mm. you just tune in. Yeah. Right. And it takes, it's like changing the channel on a television, right? Mm -hmm. You have to make a choice. What? Oh, wow. I just got a big download. Wow. You have to make a choice for what, which channel you want to watch. Right. So yes, I'm going back to the beginning of our conversation. Yes. I was a quote unquote victim of this circumstance, but do I want to continue to watch that channel or do I want to change the channel and watch Sesame street or (laughs) Mr. Rogers or, um, Oh, what was his name? Why did it just go out of my head? The painter with the happy little trees. Oh, shoot. We just painter with the trees. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it was back in the eighties. It was amazing. And his name right now has completely gone out of my head. (laughs) And I'm so frustrated with myself because I loved this man. Um, He survived Vietnam and he, he was an artist. He was a painter and he ended up Uh with a television show where he would paint um, in 30 minutes. He would paint a whole canvas, a whole nature scene. And Robert Norman Ross. Bob Ross. Yes. Thank you. Happy little trees. Okay. Yes. Bob Ross. Thank you for Googling that. You're amazing. (laughs) Oh my God. You have to watch the documentary. It's the saddest thing actually, but, um, he would get on there. He'd paint a whole nature landscape in 30 minutes. And he had this giant Afro, which I didn't realize was a perm, but it was, um, but he would say, oh, we're just going to put a happy little tree right here, right? So which channel do you want to watch? Do you want to continue to watch the victim channel? Or do you want to watch the happy little trees coming into existence? And for me, I want to watch the happy little trees. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Mr. Rogers and hear the messages, right? So it's just choosing which channel you want to continue to watch. And isn't it true we have decisions and choices in everything we do? Every step. Even even choosing not to make a decision is making a decision. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there's never a wrong decision, right? Because in every decision, you're learning something. And so you're still having forward momentum. Now, there are decisions that kind of delay us or that maybe um, we could choose differently and be further Mm -hmm. ahead. But in every decision or indecision that we make, that's still forward momentum because we're making a choice. Right. And even if it's not to the, choose. And at the end of the day, again, I'm going to loop around to what we've been talking about is the learning piece. So when you make the decision and you continue to make the same decision and you take the time to reflect and you continue to decide, but you're not happy with that decision, eventually, eventually the goal would be to be able to why am I still in the same spot? Why am I feeling this way? 
what's really coming up for me? And then you can ask way deeper questions. It's one of the things that I do in my work when I support women is that I ask questions that tap really fast into what's going on deep inside. And quite frankly, there are times where I don't even know where the question comes from. We call it downloads, I guess, right? Because it's right? like, I don't, or they'll say, can you say that again? And I'll be like, I really can't. <laughs> I, I, I really can't. Right? What, what came up for you when I said it? Because there is such an energy. There is such a connection. And it's not just the two of us in the room. There's more at play. And so when when um, coaching occurs, when conversations occur, when I ask those deeper questions that are, I'm not a surface person. And so when those questions come out, I find things start shifting very rapidly. And I've had people say, you know, I, and absolutely, I'm, I'm not saying anything wrong at all about therapists or psychologists or psychiatrists. They're all great people and they are needed for sure. And sometimes I work with people who have all of the above and then there's something that I say or ask and it tunes into something they've been trying to work on for a long time and it just hits the right time, the right way. And it's like, oh my gosh, everything just comes into place for them not always true, but it happens a lot. And I, nothing more satisfying and fulfilling than watching the light bulb go on for them. You know, when I was in education, that's what I love when kids were, oh, I, I, get it. I am okay. I'm going to be okay. That is what lights me up when people, oh, I get it. And then what comes back to me even better is that what I'm thinking and what is their reality when they take what's happening in our conversations and our work together is that they create something that I didn't even know was possible or even in the boiling pot, pot, pot at all, right? So they take all that and then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, isn't that amazing? <laughs> so yeah, it's just so, so fun and incredible to be able to do the work that we get to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. We get to do it. It's an honor when someone chooses to work with you. It's an honor. And to hold that supportive, gentled heart space with them. It doesn't mean that I won't challenge my clients, you know, but still my heart is leading from a gentle, supportive (laughs) place. And (laughs) it's so very true. We get to work with people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So I, we could carry on and on. I know we could, but you know, as we're closing, is there anything that you'd like to offer listeners? Um, you know what, if I would love to invite anybody and everybody to access what I have is a newsletter opportunity. So in my newsletters, I provide tips, strategies, techniques, ideas, thoughts, um, questions, Uh, deeper opportunity for reflection. And I also host in my newsletters, any workshops, anything that is coming up that either I'm doing. And I've also started to open my brain and go, Denise, there are other people in the world that are doing amazing things that people should tap into. 
So I've also started adding that to my newsletters as well, because there are so many gifted, talented people out in the world like yourself that people get to listen to and learn from. So um, I would say a great place would be to access my free newsletter. And you can do that by finding my website. It's me, Denise Drinkwalter dot com www.denisedrinkwalter.com and the newsletter link is pops right up at the very beginning so yeah you join know, my newsletter community yeah yeah and I'll put the link in show notes oh, perfect. and right from your website can they also access your YouTube channel yes they can Beautiful. yes they can yes everything's Great. in one home I love it. I love it. This has been an amazing conversation and I look forward to having many, many more in the future. So thank you so much for being here. I think I, along with everyone who hears this episode in perpetuity is going to take so much away. Thank you so much for the opportunity and we get to continue our conversations again for sure. Thank you so much, Pascal. I told you that you were going to be self-reflecting what was your biggest aha moment throughout our conversation? Denise had also invited me onto her YouTube channel, so hop over there and catch up on that conversation. For additional empowering support, remember to join our private Facebook community, Connection and Clarity. And remember, the universe is abundant and success is your birthright. Let's align, elevate, and thrive together one conversation at a time. Good night. Thank you for being in our Women Finding Clarity community. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on your favorite listening platform and share it with someone you know so they can find clarity from the conversation as well. Remember, the universe is abundant and success is your birthright. Let's align, elevate, and thrive together one conversation at a time. See you next week.